0: Good morning. Welcome to worship at North Coast United Methodist Church. It's great to see everybody here in person, and it's great to see everybody here with us online, either now or later. So it's a wonderful day to celebrate the Lord. Flowers today, I will have you know that it's Miss Mary Sulik and Mr. Mario Naria's birthday today. So happy birthday. The flowers are to celebrate them. Uh, Another special announcement, Um, reminder, uh, Bishop Hagia um, has his goodbye next Sunday afternoon. And the conference is putting together a love offering in order to establish a leadership fund in his name. So if anyone would care to donate to that fund and you do it by check or in one of the donation envelopes, make sure that you note that it's for the bishop's love offering. So um, that's, yeah, the love offering would even be just, you don't even have to remember how to spell his name. Love offering would probably do it. Right, Mercedes? Wherever she went, love offering, she'll know. Um, Taking a look at the calendar today, the kids have the Kids Club Thanksgiving party. So fun and, and games and excitement for Thanksgiving coming up. Probably need to know what you're grateful for. Be thinking about that. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, also, today is Cookies with the Pastor. And the Pastor's going to um, talk about, for those folks who aren't real familiar with the Methodist way of life, he's going to talk about some of the tenets of what we do. And everybody's invited to stay. In fact, that's today's social. There's no Zoom social today. It's all the Cookies with the Pastor and all of us that. Uh, think we know a lot about it, m- might learn something, but we also have a chance to share why we come. So that's today, Cookies with the Pastor. Um, tomorrow, 6.15, right? Mary Lou still for Brother Benno's, 6.15. So for those folks who serve the breakfast meal at Brother Benno's once a month, tomorrow morning, 6.15. And at one o'clock, we're going to resume the prayer shawl crafting group. So that'll be at one tomorrow afternoon. Um, Tuesday's Bible studies, taking a couple of weeks off. But when we come back on Tuesday, the 29th of November, it's the start of an Adam Hamilton book um, on Advent preparation. So that'll that'll start up at 10 on Tuesday, the 29th of November. I'll remind you again next week. On Wednesday, 10 o'clock. On Zoom is the prayer group. Next Sunday, um, excitement with the fireplace. By the fireplace, all the stockings will be hung. Um, that's next Sunday. The stockings will be available so that everyone who would care to participate in buying gifts of either clothing or toys for the um, Head Start children, um, you'll be able to uh pick whether the name and whether toy or or get a gift of clothing next sundays when that all starts so look to the look to the fireplace for next sunday and reminder those gifts will all be due back by the 11th of december because the the ki- the kids of course will take a holiday break so we have to make sure we have the gifts ready to go home with them when they go home on their holiday break A little bit further out on Saturday, the 26th of November at nine o'clock will be the hanging of the greens. We don't really have a lot of greens, but we have a lot of Christmas decorations that we'll we'll pull out and and in a festive way, decorate our church for the Advent. And Advent, of course, will start the next day. Um, Speaking of Advent, uh, we had to delay the making of the Um, at-home and uh, online um, Advent participation kits. And that's going to happen today during Cookies with the Pastor. And here's an example of what they look like. It's a charger with some festive greenery and some uh, red and green and gold uh, festive balls around it. And there are a series of little candles that people who are watching online We'll be able to light one each week and the the words are glued down, whether for love, peace, hope, or joy. And then the Christ candles in the center battery operated. So these kits will be provided to the folks who, who join us online and they'll be able to follow along as we do it here in person. And then each week they will get a card. This is an example and it will tell them what to do for that week's Advent wreath lighting. So Jan Roche has put this together. It's a, it's a wonderful kit and a way to make sure that everybody feels included, even if they're not actually sitting in here with us. Crystal? And I've... Yes, Jan.
1: So... For delivery.
2: so
0: for for we we have to speak through the mic, I guess for it to be able to register through our online stuff. So uh, again, it's not just for for the local folks who zoom with us all the time. it's also for some shot-ins who who can't even actually get to Zoom and MJ's uh, congregational care group will be working on the delivery to to get these out to the folks. So hopefully I repeated that. okay, good. And that's all I had Pastor.
1: One
3: more announcement for next Sunday we're going to have a very special blessing about this time of year we have special performances with uh sing praise sing praise him the singing another singing group that Jen works with so they will be here to add some extra uh volume and and songs for our service next week and it's a lot of blessings when that they come so please remember that and then also that's all the announcements that I have. So let's move into our time of prayer. Is there any prayer requests for today? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. So a prayer for a, a friend in rehab, as well as that as they work with their family through. I uh, I said that backwards. One's going to the hospital and they're helping the family member in rehab. Miss Lorraine. Yes, ma'am.
2: Yeah, yes, we've been. I'm sorry I spoke over you. Oh,
3: she's done. I, we've been praying for John for quite a while, and his um, care situation has shifted in the hospice. So let's please pray for John Weiss on, on hospice. Yes, ma'am. This, this dashing young man in the back row with his lovely wife, it's good to have Paul in here. Any other prayer
2: concerns for today?
3: Precious and loving God, we thank you for your presence and your care. We thank you for all the ways that you move in our lives. Thank you for the gifts of music and the many ways that it will be celebrated next week. And as we sing and praise and look at your hymns, Lord, we thank you for all the ways that you reveal your being and our being. Thank you, God.
1: Amen. Não, okay. Join us as we sing together. All these things in your seat.
4: Thank you. Oops.
5: call to worship rejoice and be glad people of god shout aloud and sing for joy followers
2: of christ
5: sing praises to the lord children of the spirit rejoice and be glad people of god
2: <clears throat> You guys can
6: just, hi, am I working now? Am I good? You guys can just stay there. So one of the things I miss a lot that's kind of a dying art is letters. So Paul wrote a lot of letters to the Philippians and that's what we're learning about. And we're talking about today. And he wrote one of the letters about not whining. I'm summarizing a big, long letter down to two little words, no whining. And since a holiday is coming up where we're giving thanks, one of the letters is giving thanks, but no whining. So sorry, guys. That's what we're talking about today is we're going to say, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you but well, we're not going to whine when we say thank you, but Hey, we're going to have kids club afterwards. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. So thank you all. That's what we're going to do today. Come on guys. Let's go have fun.
1: I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
4: Thank
5: Eternal God, your anger may last for a moment, but your mercy lasts a lifetime. With joyful hearts, we draw living water from the well of your salvation. With thankful spirits, we sing your praises for all the world to hear. Draw us together in this time of worship that we may abide in the new earth you are creating in our midst. Touch us with the love of your new heaven that we may be fit to dwell in your peaceable kingdom. Amen. And now for the prayer that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's testing you. Words of assurance. With joy, we draw the waters of forgiveness and grace from the well of our salvation. Christ promises that the faithful will not perish. Indeed, through our endurance, we gain our souls. Rejoice in the good news. The one we worship is faithful. And the scripture reading this morning is from Isaiah 12. Uh, Thank you. I will praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Thank you, David. Even
3: with the obstacles on the screen, you did a great job. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, thank you for being a spirit that we can listen for. The living waters that flow, that when we can hear the streams, we find a place of guidance and care. Precious God, as we look at this scripture today, as we think about what it means to draw from your spirit, please touch our lives. In your son's precious and loving name, I pray. Amen. Today, as we move into the scripture, we're one week away from moving into Thanksgiving. We're going to have some beautiful music next week. We'll sing, praise him. And we're going to hear a lot of tones. We are going to hear the movement of the Spirit And we are going to have an opportunity to attune our hearts to the sounds of God's love. I want you to take a moment to sit and just hear this room. Even when I'm not
2: speaking, there's sounds here. Somebody's opening some candy. There's the sounds of laughter. There's the soft
3: buzzing of the speakers. A well-timed cough to remind us that other people are, are here with us. Even the slight rustling of pages. If you get quiet and still enough, you can begin to hear some other things. You might start to hear your
2: own breathing.
3: You might even hear the soft tones of a Sunday school teacher teaching our young friends about, I think it's Elijah that they're learning about right now.
2: The blessings of
3: all these things is to take a moment to stop and truly be within the presence of where we are, so that we can truly hear what is there. One of the blessings of my life is I I've gotten this app. It's called the Calm app, and the Calm app plays all these different beautiful sounds, either raining waters or or a fire a fireplace, uh, even. One of the things is you can hear celebrities read bedtime stories. There are all sorts of things that take place on this calm map, but the focus and the intention in it is for us to take a moment to stop and just be still. If we think of the words that the praise team sang this morning, peace, be still. Peace, be still. We have moments that we really need to stop and listen and to just be calm in the moment that we're in. There's too many noises that we exist in, and the noises can become very overpowering. One of the things, as I've shared with you in the past, is I try to listen to both flavors of the news. And one of the things that I hear even in both flavors of the news Even when individuals agree with each other, the voices get louder so that a point of view can be heard over another, even in places of agreement. The noise can become overpowering and overwhelming, and we don't hear so much the message as we hear the volume and the tone. I want us to think about that, because as we look at what it means to draw from the waters of salvation, we need to be able to go to that place where we can hear the streams, we can hear the fireplace, we can hear our favorite celebrity reading a bedtime story, or the laughter, kids, that couldn't have been time better either, so that we can hear things through the volume. I want us to think about the heart of this Scripture, and the heart, the narrative that exists in the title of this sermon today, Drawing Water from the Well of Salvation. We know the account of Jesus Christ meeting the lady at the well. And the lady at the well was just trying to go and perform her daily duties as a good caregiver for the greater part of her culture. It was her responsibility to go on a long walk, to go on a long journey, to receive the much-needed water for everyone in that town to clean, to eat, to drink for nourishment. She had that responsibility. She also carried with her a burden. Now, I don't know how many of you try to limit your trips from your car to the kitchen each time that you go grocery shopping, But for you poor dear souls that have tried to carry 10 bags in one hand and 25 bags in the other, you know that short distance from your car to the kitchen can feel like a thousand miles. But now I want you to weigh it out with a community's portion of water for the week as you are carrying two water basins on a lawn stick over your shoulder and going on a much longer trip than from your car to the kitchen to carry the needs of everyone else in your community. That burden is not just tiring. That burden becomes loud and it becomes torturous And it becomes something that when you weigh into the weakness of that moment, if I don't fulfill this journey, I will be letting so many people down. I want us to think about those feelings of letting a community of people down and letting a community of people struggle for a week because of a mistake that maybe I have made. What if I succumb to the weakness of carrying pounds upon pounds of water on a long stick and two basins over my shoulder to get it back to the town? That weakness and burden is heavy and scary. For many of us, as we go on the journey and we look to listen to the still, calm voice of Jesus Christ, We hear the volume of our weaknesses cover up what Christ is sharing to us. Again, just like the song that our praise singers sang this morning, peace, be still, I'll hear your words, and I will. Sometimes we can't hear the words of the one who is standing right next to us, Because of the volume of fear and worry and concern
2: that covers our ears and stills the peace
3: away. The lady at the well had other worries that she dealt with, it wasn't just the worry of getting a day's supply of water back to her town. But culturally, she found herself in a situation that she didn't know how to handle. Culturally, the conversation between the lady at the well and Jesus Christ should have never happened. Culturally, she should have walked away until Christ left And then she should have come over to take the well, the water from the well. That was a cultural situation between two conflictive cultures in the same presence at the same time. It was a situation between gender issues and those conversations taking place at the same time. It was not just the burden of this dear, dear lady. Trying to take care of the needs of her community. But it was the backlash that could have happened if anyone else saw this conversation taking place. Our burdens become inward when it's our weaknesses shouting over the voice and the calm. But it is also the worries and the concerns that we. Hold from others that make us afraid of what the responses will be. And when we find ourselves fearful of the responses, and there could have been many, many responses based on the cultural conversation, the gender conversation taking place between Christ and the lady at the well, but she learned
2: a presence of hope.
3: She didn't just carry the water back that day. She was able to sit within her worries of caring for her community, within the worries and the concerns of cultural misunderstandings, but yet in the loudness of all those concerns, she was able to hear the message of peace. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how even in the moments that we agree with other people we still get lost in the volume. I want you to think about how even when we've done nothing wrong and we're on a smooth and steady path we still are burdened by other expectations. I want you to pray about what it means that even within the volume of all those things, to sit in a moment of quiet,
2: to hear our breathing, to hear the
3: soft words of peace saying, it is well, it is well with my soul today as we shift into our place of celebrating Holy Communion, I want you today to take this as a moment of listening. I want you
2: to listen to the sounds. Either the buzzing or the rustling or
3: your breathing you may become so deep into your listening that you can hear the tones of your own heartbeat. And today, as we sit in that place of presence and peace, as you receive the gifts in which Christ gave for us, I want you to remember that even in the loudest volume of concerns, even in the
2: loudest volume of agreement, that peaceful silence
3: still exists. On the night in which that Christ gave himself up for us, he took a moment to sit with his followers, to sit with the faithful. And within that moment, they had an opportunity to listen for the voice of peace through listening for the voice of peace, Christ made a promise. He took the bread that evening and raised it up and shared it with those around him and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. As often as you eat it, do it in remembrance of me. And on that evening, he raised up the cup. He shared it with those around him and said, "Drink from this all of you. This is the cup of my covenant for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you drink this, do it in remembrance of me. And today, as we take these gifts of bread and cup, and we take a moment to sit in the silence of grace. Precious God, help us hear your presence in that silence and celebrate something that's always there, no matter the volume that is surrounding us. Precious God, please place these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be as your body and blood for us. As we celebrate this miracle of grace, remind us that you are always beside us. Touch our hearts, and in your Son's precious name I pray. Amen. Please receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. The mm-hmm. next
1: mm-hmm. 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 The um. mm-hmm. only
5: God of visions and dreams, your promise of a new heaven and a new earth feels like the unreality of sleep to those who are forgotten how to dream. Work within our offerings this day that they may be signs of our commitment to dream your dreams for our world. Work within these gifts, we pray that those who have lost all hope may find the vision and courage to live with passion and purpose. Amen.
3: Brothers and sisters in Christ, do not grow weary in doing what is right. We will seeds of blood to death. Sisters and brothers in Christ share God's vision of the peaceable kingdom with the world. We will bring
4: God's
3: vision of hope the world. Of life and life and life. Children of God help all who thirst drink from the well of salvation. Thank you all for being here today. If you're going to stay for our gathering to follow, we'll meet over in the fellowship hall. And uh, God bless you all. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And Amen.